You are listening to The Wonder Podcast. My name is Lisa Clark, and I'm joined here each episode with my co-host, Chrissy Dunham, and we just want to say thanks for tuning in. Have you ever wondered what the Bible has to say about worry and fear? Have you ever wondered how to decorate an odd-shaped room? Have you ever wondered how to make a quiche with a sweet potato crust? Well, you're in the right place because we talk about all the things. If we don't know the answers to some of life's biggest, most wonderful questions, the guests we have on certainly will. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Wonder Podcast. Welcome to The Wonder Podcast. My name is Chrissy Dunham, and I have a co-host. She is the beautiful and the wonderful (laughs) Lisa Clark. Everyone give her a hand. Hello, Lisa. Beautiful and wonderful. (laughs) Beautiful and wonderful. I will take that. Uh, We can add multi-talented. Yes. There are many, many things to say. Cleans and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, she's been a nurse. I mean, all kinds of things. She's got a huge resume. Yes, I do. It's just adding to it daily. Yes. (laughs) But if you have been a faithful listener of the Wonder Podcast, we are changing things up a little bit for 2023. We are going to do series. So it's kind of like, Lisa, when you're watching Netflix and you binge listen or watch a show. And there are six shows in that series. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the next series to come out. So that's what we're going to do. And our first series is on prayer which I'm very excited about. We have a great lineup of guests on. And the purpose of today's podcast is just to do an introduction on prayer. Yeah, so I'm excited about it too, Chrissy. And I think you and I both have said of all the spiritual disciplines, this is the hardest. Yes. Because reading your Bible, you can do that. It's there before you, you're reading, you're, you know, God speaking through his word, serving others, you know, we can do that. Worshiping, we got that. Prayer is the one that you have to have the most discipline with, I think. I think so. And because it's all about you being quiet and listening to the Lord, being vulnerable with the Lord, waiting on the Lord, all the things that we as humans don't like to do necessarily. I think we struggle with that one the most. Interesting, I know Brad and I are very late to The Chosen bandwagon. I don't know if you guys have watched The Chosen, but... No, we have not. Okay, so you're even later than me, but we have started it, and we tried it about a year ago, and it didn't take, and so now we're retaking it. Honestly, that's what happened to us. We watched the first two, and everybody's going on, on, on about it, and we're like... You have to stick with it. So I think we're on the fifth one now and we are hooked. But what I noticed, one of the episodes was showing Jesus just spending so much time talking to his father, so much time. And I thought, there it is. You know, if Jesus in his human form spent so much time talking to his father and man, that's our example that's right. what we want to do. That's it was so important to him during his life here to be in communication, to be talking with, to be walking with God. And we should be doing that too. And so even using the chosen as an example, but 
it really spoke to me. It's just, it yeah. needs to be more preeminent in my life. Absolutely. Me too. It is definitely the weakest point of my spiritual journey. And anytime, I don't know if, if our listeners and you are like me, but I'm subscribed to all kinds of different like devotionals. And honestly, you know, people I follow and they'll post things. And sometimes I save them because I just look at the headline, you know, oh, is yeah. this something I want to save to read later? Or do I have time to read it now? And as the Lord would have it, which he always does this for me. I had a devotion pop up from first 15 and it was called persistent prayer. And I love his thought process. He focused the whole devotion around Mark chapter one. And if you go back and read Mark chapter one, Jesus taught in the synagogue one day, he healed a man. And then after the service, he went to Peter's home, healed his mother-in-law. Then at sundown, people brought sick people to him, demon possessed people. It said the whole city was gathered at his door. And in response, Jesus healed all the people. And then his question was, what happened the next day? Did Jesus sleep in? Did he take the day off? You know, what did he do? Yeah. Mark 135 tells us exactly what he did after that very hurried day, after being exhausted with people rising very early in the morning while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place and there he prayed. And I thought that is the exact pattern I need. You know, Jesus got up early. He yeah. stayed up late. He prayed all night. He prayed before meals. You remember when he was tempted by the enemy? He prayed through that. He prayed with crowds. I mean, he stayed in a prayer position yeah. all the time, all the time. And yeah. I love that. And that's who I want to be. I want to be known as a woman of prayer. I want to be known mm. as someone that if there's a need, like they're going to call upon me. They are going to call me and say, or text me and say, I really, I really need you to pray. And I know this past summer, Lisa, we went on a trip to celebrate your birthday. And in the kitchen of this beach home that they had rented for a month was Lisa's list of people she was praying for. And I said, oh my gosh, this is such a great idea. And you said, if I don't do this, I'll forget. Yeah. So I have adopted that. I love that, that it's in your face. You're going to go to the refrigerator. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and there it is. You know, there mm. it is, your reminder in Jesus being Jesus. He didn't even have to have those reminders. But it's also that story reminded me that he knew he had to rejuvenate by going to the Father. And I think for me, sometimes my list of to-dos on a day, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I have that much time to spend with him. Well, Jesus probably got up even earlier if he had a busy day, if he was in my world. He'd be like, well, I need to get up a little earlier because I have all this to do and I have to spend time with my father. I yeah. just have to. It was a so, non-negotiable, yeah. non-negotiable. And I think God is wanting that for us as well. So two things when I think about prayer in my own life and how it's evolved and you are known as a woman of prayer, Chrissy, you have a lot of people asking you to pray for them. And I know your prayer life is very strong. As we talk about prayer as one of the spiritual disciplines in our life, there's two things that have come to mind and have kind of evolved in my life. And one of them is just having Carmen Schrader as a 
teacher in our life, and she's been on the podcast multiple times. And we looked at the pray without ceasing scripture. And, you know, when you're a kid and you learn that scripture, you're like, I can't pray without ceasing. You know, I I, I can't go around with my eyes closed all the time. Ha, ha, ha. You know, all of that. And of course, that's not what the scripture is teaching us. The scripture is teaching us to be in constant communication with God and to align our thoughts and our mind with God's. When, When Jesus taught the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. He's saying, pray and get your mind in alignment with God's. Get your heart in alignment with God's. That's the point of prayer. God, he knows our heart and our mind. Now we have to know his. And if our prayers are in alignment with him, then if we're praying for something and it's not what we're praying for, if the result we get from that prayer is not what we prayed for, then it's okay because in the process, we have aligned our heart with God and we realize, no, what God had for me was better. That's right. What God had for me was better. And so that's the purpose of prayer is getting my heart and mind into a position of gratefulness and thankfulness of what God has for me, which is the best for me. It wasn't that I make cheerleader in sixth grade. I still remember I've got a vivid picture of me walking down the hall saying, God, if you'll just let me be, I was oh. negotiating. Oh. If you'll just let me be a cheerleader, I'll da 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 da. You know, well, it didn't work out that way. I wasn't meant to be a cheerleader and it was a good thing. And so God knows what is best for us. So that prayer practice, that discipline of prayer helps us get our heart and mind in alignment with God's. And his plan is the best for us. He knows us best. He knows the big picture. I say it a lot. It's the meta that meta narrative of our life, of the world. He sees the beginning to the end. We can only see right now. That's right. So that is one of the things that has, you know, really spoken to me through the years is that I don't want to hang up the phone. So Cameron was, I was talking to her one day about this and she was like, it's almost like we just don't want to hang up the phone. Right. We don't want to end the conversation. And that's exactly it. So don't say amen, you know? Yeah. Just keep (laughs) talking. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. he's He's not going anywhere. He's not. He's not, but we can't treat it like a check mark. No. I said my prayer, check, moving on with my day. We don't want to hang up. We want to keep that conversation going. And that's how we grow in godliness too, is not depending on ourselves so much for everything and thanking the Lord all throughout the day for things that are going on, whether it's an open parking place or, you know, a dollar that you find in your coat pocket or a kid that says, thank you, you know. Whatever it is, you know, just continually remembering that the Lord is walking with you, thanking him throughout the day, calling on him first, not letting him be your backup plan, letting him be your first line of defense. Those are all the things, the benefits of prayer. But really what prayer does most or what I've experienced is it strengthens my walk with God. And not only does it do that, but it gives you peace. Yes. Right? Yes. When you draw close to the Lord, there is a peace that cannot be explained. And the only way you can have, first of all, when you have that peace, that's the pure joy. Like that's where the joy is. It's like when everything all aligns up. I love to cook. 
And if I'm following a recipe and I decide, oh, I don't have that, I'm going to substitute this or, oh gosh, my family doesn't like this spice. So I'm going to do some, the recipe isn't designed for that. Yeah. So it's not going to taste like the creator of the recipe wanted it to taste like. So you may taste it and go, oh, this isn't so good. But all these people thought it was so fabulous. Well, you didn't follow the instructions. <laughs> yeah. You didn't do what the recipe said to do. And a lot of people are like, oh, I wish I liked to cook. I'm just not good at it. Anybody can cook if you can read. All you do is True. follow the instructions. True. And the disciples came to Jesus. And what did they ask? Teach us to pray. Mm. Teach us to talk to the Father. And that's when the Lord's Prayer was quoted. So a lot of people, you know, I always want something that people can walk away with. Yes. And I know sometimes the listeners are like, oh, this is all great. And it's great to hear about y'all's lives, but I don't do that. I don't get that. I don't know how. So I want us to give them some practical tips too. Well, one is the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. I mean, it covers everything. Yeah. It gives Him honor and glory. You ask forgiveness of your sins. And you ask for the things that you need, you know, give us this day or daily bread. Have you missed a meal? No, you have not. He is not going to allow you to miss a meal if you live in this great American country. Even if you don't have a lot of money, there's always a place to find food. He always provides. And I always love the verses in Matthew where he talks about doesn't the father love the birds. He gives them mm -hmm. clothes to wear. He gives mm -hmm. them food to eat and housing. Doesn't he love you more than those birds? Like he created you. So there is peace in his presence and there is peace when you pray. And he gives us that and that provides this joy. I love to also pray through the acronym of ACTS, Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, and Supplication. And supplication is where you ask for the things, right? Yeah. And we always, we, I sometimes <laughs> jump to the things first. Sure. I jump to the S first, you know, Lord, you're amazing. You're awesome. By the way, here's some things like what is happening here? What are you doing? You know, and you question him with, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I believe, and I've experienced this before, that adoration, you talk about him, how fabulous he is and who he is. And then you get into that confession where you clean the lines, you know, you clean out that line between you and him where there's nothing between the two of you. And then there's Thanksgiving. Oh, my goodness, Lord, thank you for my home. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for my job. And I have gotten so caught up in Thanksgiving before in telling him thank you mm -hmm. that when it got to the S, I didn't, I felt what can I ask? Right. For? That's so good. My goodness, you have yeah. taken care of us and we have everything we need. Do we have our wants? No, mm -hmm. but we have everything we need. And most of all, we know you and you sent your son to die for us. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. At the Man. end of the day, that's all that matters. So, you know, there's the verse that says to devote yourselves to prayer, being yeah. watchful and thankful. And when you look at verses on prayer, thankfulness is written over and over and over. So I think that's a big deal to the Lord yeah. to tell him how thankful you are, because I think you do get caught up in how good he is and you kind of forget, oh, it's kind of silly to ask for this now or tell him this problem now. So I love to be thankful and just thank him for all that he's done. 
That's so good. It really is. I think it's the reason it can be the hardest part of the spiritual discipline because it just takes discipline. And, you know, sometimes we're just not willing to go there. But I think it's such a good reminder that you said, you know, if we start in the acts and there's all kinds of those acronyms, you know, that you can do. But if you start out adoring God and confessing and thanking God, by the time you do get to the supplication, you are kind of overwhelmed with the goodness of God. And it sounds like you've experienced that. I know you even went on a prayer journey at one point a couple of years ago where they were asking you to pray for how long every day? For 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 That's minutes. Tough. Yeah. It's hard. And she gave us a form to fill out and it had some, you know, kind of like an ax thing. I can't remember exactly what hers was. She had six categories and you just work through those six categories. And what was so amazing is it started out rough. Like I'd look at my watch like, oh my gosh, it's been 10 minutes. And then you think, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm talking to the creator of the right. world. If I was talking with you, I'd be like, oh gosh, Lisa, it's been 10 minutes. I got to go. Right. I've had enough. We would never do that to our friends. Right. So then you're like, oh, gosh, I've got to figure this out. And so I started writing all these things. And I got to a point, seriously, probably day four, three or four, that I looked up and it had been 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So you just get so overtaken with him and just who he is. And really, that's what prayer is about for us to get to know him better. And people also talk about during your prayer times, you need to listen. Because he wants yeah. to talk to you. Yeah. And I'm not good about that. I'm good about dominating the conversation. Sure. So yeah. that's where so we're spending good. time in the word. That's where he's going to talk to you. It is. When I was in my young 30s, I went through a exercise of faith. I'd done master life. I'd done several Bible studies kind of for the first time. And I remember just being so convicted about prayer. And so I went on a pursuit of prayer in my life. I had two very young children and started praying about everything, just kind of doing that. Don't hang up, you know, just pray about it all. And God showed up in a major way in that. I share that whole story in my book, Racing Sinners. Mm -hmm. But it's a beautiful thing when we trust the Lord with our complete life. Yeah. Our thoughts our actions, where we go through the day, the errands we run, what we eat, what we wear. Mm. That is just a, if you haven't done that kind of thing, where you just really want to hear from the Lord all day long and let him navigate your decisions. And of course, we're making decisions, but when you walk with him, it changes, you know, you're thinking about him. Like it was like the WWJD thing, like, What would Jesus say about this? What would he say about this show? What would he say about what we're eating? What would he say? You know, all of the things. It was a great thing for me to do as a young woman, as a young mom, just to see how God really does show up in those things that are just mundane and rote that we do all day long. If we become very purposeful in our prayer life and really wanting him to walk with us. Right. It was a pretty cool experiment and experience for me. I love but that. And as you were talking, I we both went through experiencing God, not yeah. together, but at different times. And I've probably done it two or three times. And, you know, there's certain things that you go back to, just like that experience that yes. you had that are spiritual markers in your life. And I remember yes. experiencing God. Prayer became a big deal to me during that study because mm-hmm. I wanted to experience him for all he had. Like, I, I want to get to know him. I want yes. to 
do that. And Lisa and I sit down at the first year. We haven't done that this year. We kind of did, but not really. And we talk about goals for the year. And I remember the year you said, this is the year I'm going to get to know God, that I'm going to focus on getting to know him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And that stuck with me like, wow, like she's serious, like she's going to do this. And I think, you know, at the freshness of a new year, you know, we're in February, doesn't matter if we're in March or June, his mercies renew every single day. Every day is a good day to start. Any day is a good day to start. So if you find yourself behind or you really haven't started reading through the Bible or whatever your friends are doing or what you're hearing about, just get to know God. I love that. And that stuck with me forever. And if you need a little help, then do a Bible study like it experiencing God, because you will experience him. And those are mile markers in my life, spiritual markers, I should say, in my life, that uh, that's when God really turned a corner in my life and became so real. So that's that's what this prayer series is going to be about. It's going to be about talking to people that we know, we consider prayer warriors, hearing their stories and different things. So we hope that you join us. We don't know if it's going to be every four weeks in a row or if there's going to be one or two weeks in between, but just keep your notifications on and keep your eyes open for the Wonder Podcast. And I promise you, you're going to be blessed. And we're praying that your prayer life will change because what you'll hear here. Amen. That's exciting. God bless you. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of The Wonder Podcast. We are thrilled that you've spent this time with us. Just want to say thank you. We also want to make sure you're aware that we have another podcast called Raising Sinners. It's on the Christian Parenting Network. And we would love for you to join us there, too. If you've got kiddos or know someone who does, check us out at Raising Sinners, the podcast for parents. And lastly, Chrissy and I also want to just thank those of you who have been so generous to support our podcast ministry. If you're interested in doing that, we would love for you to go to chrissydunham.org and click on the party table. You can make any size donation and all of those proceeds go to help us with our podcast ministry. So if you've done that before, we thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you'd like to check it out, please do. So God bless you. And thanks again for listening to this episode of the Wonder Podcast. Mm -hmm.